up? Hello. Welcome to Hack a Chat, the NBA's first podcast with a man who went to Dave & Buster's yesterday. That's me. I'm Chuck P. And with me is uh, the stepchild to the Olympics, the Dan American Games. Dan, what are we going to do? We are here to talk some hoops and tell you what happened to Harold Miner. Behind the MacBook, we have the double of the WGI, Gyro. Thanks for having me. Now we're happy you showed up. We know you had a rough weekend. Long week. Long yeah. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everything. Now, now uh, again, what we're going to talk about Dover percussionist. Yes. World class percussionist. Correct. Uh, playing in the WGI, which is the Winter Guard International. It kind of doesn't make sense, but but it's drums. Yes. He percussions and he percussions well. And oh, um, yes, very well. And you did it a lot. And it was it was a long weekend. You put in a yes. lot of hard work, and everybody's proud of you. Not even weekend. Long, yeah, long week. Uh, if in case you didn't notice, we haven't had uh, a show since last Wednesday. Yes, and it was yeah, uh, kind of my fault. No, no, so, no it's so all right. Not your fault. Not no, your fault. It's all right. We don't want to throw blame at anybody here. You had some things going on that we just had to push back our thing because of it. Okay, completely okay. So you know what? It's this is our show. We we do what we want. Yeah, this is our decision. If uh, you missed us this past week, uh, well, we appreciate you um, missing us. We're here now. We're back. We're, we got a lot of stuff going on today. Exciting stuff. We got to talk about the playoffs because the, they're upon us. Yes. We're recording this on a Sunday evening. Jim Mora would not be happy with us. Playoffs? 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 <laughs> no, Jim. We're talking about it today. It's because it's happening. <laughs> uh, we got to talk. We were going to talk about our awards, our end of the year awards, because, you know, everyone's given their two cents. Do we have a ballot? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But NBA. This is us justifying that we know how to fill one out. We do. We know the rules, kind of. I, I put the no pen. doubt we're going to break at least one. That's okay. We'll just put the pens to the paper and fill it out the spots and got the guys. I typed mine. I didn't. Ooh. Yeah. Went, I went old school. I went with a uh, ink pen. Mm, what kind? Fountain, is it a big? little fountain pen. Big pen? Dipped it in the little, <laughs> little thing. That I made when I was in kindergarten with a little thumb pot that you put in the kiln, put some ink in there, dabbed it in, wrote my things in calligraphy. So it was a good way to fill out the ballot. Dover actually used a, a feather, a quill. Whoa. Mm-hmm. He took mine and took it to the next level. I'm, I might be lying about that. Dover? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're lying. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. He, he typed it on his so phone then, too. Okay. Anyways, yeah. regardless. Still going. We, we, we're talking playoffs. We're talking awards. Um, we still haven't put in our two cents about one of the greatest regular season nights. What an awesome in NBA history! What an awesome night! I I love I'm I play the 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 recency bias all the yeah. time. This was one of the greatest nights I've ever had watching basketball in the regular season. I mean, I think we've been really spoiled this year. We've had some really <sighs> good nights. I I mean, the one that really sticks out to me before this past Wednesday was Warriors the Thunder. Saturday night Warriors Thunder, mm-hmm. which I still. <sighs> We'll hold on and say I think it was one of the best NBA regular season games I've ever seen. Yes. But as far as a coronation for an NBA season, Wednesday night was just about as good as it gets. It was incredible. Uh, We had two historical moments, plus another game that was really good that got overshadowed. Right. So, you know what? Let's let's get started. Let's get into this. We're going to talk hoops right now. Let's go. And here we go. Yeah, we're we're not doing our lines. No, yeah, lines. everyone expected us to jump into lines. We're not doing we're not lines. Doing lines. We're just gonna talk about some games because we really liked them. We had some fun. Uh, let's start out with uh, probably the thing that um, is is the most historical, 
<laughs> because we had some moments. We did. Um, the Warriors have broken the Bulls record. Yeah, seventy three wins. Part of part of little elementary school Dan is a little torn up inside, but I was really glad to be able to see and like understand both. You, which was cool. You've witnessed two of the the two greatest regular season teams. Yeah, in NBA history. Now I would say I was a fourth fifth grader. When right. the Bulls, I was two. Yeah, when the Bulls uh, <laughs> did it in ninety five, ninety six. Right. So I was like, I was just like, oh, this is really cool. Not the same amount of reverence. Yeah, now. and now I'm like, kind of understand the game, understand what these guys are doing, understand contracts, understand how hard it is to do what they did. Mm-hmm. So I have a little more of an appreciation for the Warriors, but still, there's a part of me that like the little kid is holding on, like, but no, like the Bulls. Right. The the Bulls are the the best team, mm-hmm. but so it was, it was really cool. Full disclosure, though. Did not stay up to watch it. What? Yeah, yeah I didn't, get, I didn't, you didn't tell you that. You didn't stay up? I didn't, ta- I didn't tell you this. So I, for work, had to be three hours away from home oh by 8.45 in the morning, uh. which meant I needed to leave by 5.45. Oh so I did record. I did go back and watch. Mm-hmm. But I did not see any of that night live. That's so disappointing. I know. I know. I woke up to probably about 35 text messages from people just saying, like, are you watching this? Are you seeing this? It was incredible. You would have thought after the first response, first no response, (laughs) I was not. But people continued to text and not get responses from me. Yeah, that was the the night of four-word, all-capitalized text messages. Yeah. What are we watching? Right, (laughs) right. No, but I will will say this. So this kind of speaks to my night, that Wednesday night for me in general. Mm Mm-hmm. When I first woke up to look at what took place as mm-hmm. far as statistics and everything, right? I checked the Lakers first. You checked Lakers first. I checked Lakers first because I think that got more traction. What got more traction? But I I woke up knowing the Warriors were going to win that game. Right. I had no doubt in my mind that the Warriors were mm-hmm. were going to win. So I woke up and thought I'm going to check to see what happened with Kobe in his final game. Right. I opened my ESPN app. And I said, so I, I was in our living room area, woke up, and my roommate sleeps with his door open, and I said, what? Out loud. Like, not <laughs> a, like, oh, what? Like, not a whisper. Like, I said it out loud when I saw 60, and I thought, right. the ESPN app is lying to me right now. <laughs> there is no way. And then I watched the highlights, and man, I could not believe Kobe went for 60 in his final NBA game. Incredible, yeah. incredible night. I think um, m- most of the year, yeah, most of this year, people were talking about this team going seventy three and zero, especially after their. Uh, I'm sorry, seventy three and nine, right? Especially after their twenty four and zero start, right? Everyone was on board with this team has the chance, or, or it could possibly be historically good, correct? And when they finally got to that moment, you know, it, it was like a, we knew this was happening. Right. Everyone was on board. Everyone, we all, we all were aware of this. Yeah. And so when when it got to that final end game, and especially, I mean, middle of the second quarter, yeah. it was it was game over. Right. Um, Steph was pulling threes from like eight feet beyond oh the arc. Gosh. It was like a party in Oracle. I mean, yeah. people were dancing around. Like they were on their feet the entire time. It was it was like a reception. Right. Honestly, it wasn't right. it wasn't the it wasn't the um, moment to celebrate this was yeah. the yeah that we're going out on a bang kind of deal that was their right. victory lap exactly was that grizzlies game and everyone was watching steph curry was uh eight 
three pointers away from 400. 400. Yeah. He hit seven by halftime. Everyone's like, got, got this. this. Got is, it in the bag. There's no question. He yep. has to hit one. We're going to be solid. And um, that's honestly, when we hit the second half, uh, it I, I watched the Warriors first half. And during commercials, I would flip over to the Lakers. Right, right, right. Flip over and uh, Kobe's all right. Uh, he's shooting a lot. No surprise. Uh, whatever. Uh, once it got to the second half of both games, I was like, yeah, screw this. I'm watching Kobe. Yeah. This is Kobe's final game. This is Co- This is the last thing that I'm going to watch him do on the court live. Yeah. This is going to be incredible. And and so, again, I, I'm like at commercials for the Lakers game. I'm flipping back. Yeah, Warriors still got a lead. Oh, there's the 400. Okay, cool. And yeah. I would flip back. Right. And I have to tell you, in the moment, I, I didn't believe what I was seeing. No, Kobe. I didn't believe what I saw when I woke up the next morning and looked right. at the stats and then watched the highlights immediately. Well, that's what, when uh, they got to the end of the game for the Warriors, mm-hmm. um, they were on the court and uh, somebody was talking to Steve Kerr and somebody was like, you know, Kobe is 56 right now. He goes, I'm sorry, what? Right. <laughs> He's like, he didn't believe. No. Steph Curry didn't believe. When no. people were, the, Draymond Greenway, you're, nah. Like, like they, it was incredible. Did. Right. Um, and so we're watching this game. And first off, I didn't think he'd get to 50. I thought he would uh, pitter out. He played well, every single minute of the second half. Well, I mean, going into the game, you have to think, okay, if Kobe gets 25, like, wow, that's a really good night. Right. Send him off well. Like, yeah. That's awesome. Kobe gets 30. It's like, wow. What a night. What a night. Kobe got 30. Mm-hmm. 40s, like, out of the question. Right. 50s, not even in the stratosphere of things about it. that could possibly happen. And then... 60 60 it was incredible he's like the disney movie that they wrote where the guy that wrote the movie has no idea like what basketball is but like he's <laughs> charged with writing a basketball movie <laughs> and he's like so the guy at the end like he's gonna score 60 because that's like okay and the people read is like yes print it pixar thunderstruck 2 exactly yeah <laughs> which doesn't make any sense so the fact that he had 60 was incredible uh, but real quick, rearing back to Kobe itself. No, rearing back to Thunderstruck too. Who would be the Thunder player? Who would be Ooh, in Thunderstruck? Gosh, I I would think Cameron Payne. He kind of has. <laughs> I that, was thinking like, it'd be Russell Westbrook. No, that's too obvious. You know, too obvious. Cameron Payne. No. Ooh, even better one. Serge Ibaka. Then we, then we make it a worldwide He's thing. Spanish. Oh my gosh, it'd be like yeah, a world tournament. Yeah. And then um So you make it you make it like we talked about air up there too, or air up there very early in our podcast series. Uh-huh. Serge Ibaka, air up there, bring them all together. <laughs> Thunderstruck two, the air up there. Thunderstruck three, colon, the second to last samurai starring Steven Adams. Yes. Okay, anyways. And now we've gotten there. Kobe. <laughs> but Kobe, I, I was ta- I was talking about this with a couple of buddies earlier this week, and I did not like Kobe for a very long time. Yep. I don't want to turn this into like what were our total thoughts on Kobe and all that, but I think it needs to right. be said. I didn't really fully appreciate him as a player until LeBron decided to leave Cleveland and go to Miami. Mm-hmm. So I didn't fully think about Kobe as a guy who was like an upper echelon player until he, until LeBron decided to leave and it made mm. me step back and say, okay, what is this? What's Kobe really about as a guy? What has he done? What is he, what is he about? What kind of is his game? What does he do? Mm-hmm. And since I kind of grew up with the Michael Jordan era of that is what the alpha male does in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He punches teammates. He is a relentless competitor. He only wants to win. and does not care how he gets there, but he's going to get there. Mm-hmm. That's Kobe kind of lighter version of you know jordan but 
that's who he was. And I didn't fully appreciate that until I saw LeBron go down to Miami and kind of team up and make a super team. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man. Like, I was really hoping LeBron had this piece of 90s Jordan in him. Not to say that he doesn't. I don't want to make this into that. Right. But I noticed that Kobe was fully that, and it made me appreciate who he was when LeBron decided to leave. And I had a new kind of affinity for Kobe after that. Right. Um, and kind of watching his, you know, backside of his career kind of play out. Shoot, the one story that I read, which was incredible, was after he tore his Achilles. Mm-hmm. He was on the sideline trying to get Gary Vitti to rub it out all the way down and wow. then tape it back together Ew. and then go play again. Dear goodness. So, like, that's the kind of guy he was, which, you know, I mean, say that's, what you will about Kobe, but, like, it, it was court. he was an incredible competitor. He's a leave-it-on-the-court kind of guy, and that's why yeah. he played every single minute of that second half. Yeah. And they won the game because he and, started – he, he yeah. just caught fire. Right. He got into a zone. I think he got into that second wind just – mode at, at near in this uh the fourth quarter yeah and he just he just started draining stuff it was great it was cool it i was love cool. i love the marketing of mamba day yeah um first off it had its own hashtag with an emoji uh attached to it um nba 2k made their announcement that the legendary edition of nba 2k 17 was going to have kobe on the front of it it did uh, on Smart that day move. that they've never done the release for the next year's game before the playoffs were over no it, the playoffs didn't even start, and they're like, we need to get on this Kobe thing. Right. Awesome. Very smart. Um, the Nike commercial where everyone was singing about how they hated him. I loved it, except for Rashid Wallace is in it. Who is and awesome. Tar Heel. He was great. He was a, he, his, the part he actually sang, fun. Yep. He is a Trailblazers hat. I, 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 it's not the fact that, okay, sure, he played very well when he was with the Trailblazers. He played against Kobe with the Pistons. He also played against Kobe with the Trailblazers. In the finals. In the finals, yeah. In the, in the Western Conference finals, maybe one of the best Western Conference finals. The 2004 finals? Are you kidding me? The one that had Kobe, uh, that had uh, Shaquille O'Neal and uh, Gary Payton and Carl um, Malone on that finals team against the the Pistons. The, he won the championship with them. How was yeah. that not the the hat that he was wearing? How was he wearing the Trailblazers hat? Maybe he was feeling was so mad. Maybe he was feeling like, "Hey, this is my way to get back to Kobe. Like we should have won that series in Portland, and they should have." Right. Maybe this is my little Maybe. like jab at Kobe for, "Hey, we kind of got hosed in that series. So I'm gonna wear that Trailblazers hat so he remembers how badly we got hosed in that series." I also loved Phil Jackson singing with his rings. He's playing the organ, and Jenny Buss is just sitting yep. next to him on the piano bench. <laughs> just, just classic. It was a great commercial. Stuff. It was yes. so fun. the The marketing of Mamba Day was awesome. The Warriors winning seventy three was awesome. The Heat Celtics game, which is the early class of the games, yeah, was really good. It was a great game. The Celtics were pushing. They were fighting for uh, the, their playoff seating. They wanted to get home court. Well, the Hawks had, you know, actual control over that. But it didn't really matter. They were trying to win against the Heat. They were down 26. 26. And they came back and won. And no one's talking about a 26-game comeback because the Warriors and Kobe both made history. You know, I I mean, it's it's, it's tough to kind of weave that in there when you have these two really major events going on at the same time. So... In any other night, that's the second headline on Sports Center at the very least. 
That might yeah, be probably that, that might be the the first game that they go to the highlight package for. Right. Twenty six game comeback versus two decent playoff teams. Like that's fun. Yeah. But they had two historical things happening, and nobody. I bet nobody even knows the Celtics played that that well of a game. And I'll be honest, I wasn't even fully aware of it until you brought it up and had it in the notes. Yeah. I I I needed to give I needed to give President Brad Stevens yes. and the Celtics the credit they deserve. For the game that they played. So, yeah, the Celtics were incredible. I, I absolutely – I just – I really wanted to make sure that somebody was giving them the credit that they deserve. Yeah, um, good night. Good night for them. Good night all around. Good night. Awesome. Good way to finish up the NBA regular season. It was so fun. Um, it's been great. It's been a great year. It's been an awesome year for basketball. Um, and there are a lot of people in the league that deserve some recognition for that. Absolutely. So I think it's time that we get to our ballots. Now, uh, we have filled out our ballots like an actual media member who gets a real ballot does um, with certain exceptions because these are our things and we get to do what we want because we're not actually um, uh, restricted by we are rules. Not. Nope, no rules. We do what we want. We live how we want to live. So without any further ado, we're going to get to the individual awards first. We're going to start with the one that I hate the most and most people do so we can get out of the way. Most improved player. First off, I think it's kind of a runaway. It's not even close. Uh, I think, yeah. I, I think that um, there's a, it's, it's a one-man race and it, there's a bunch of people who people are trying to find arguments for. So, that being said, I'm going to go ahead and take this one off and start it off because actually, before the season started, yeah. this is who I predicted was going to be the most improved player, my award goes to CJ McCollum. Yep. And uh, 20 seconds after that, I said, you're a dummy. This is ridiculous. And bada boom, bada bing. And it feels, McCollum. it feels really good to be able to say this at the end of the year that good it's call. almost a, it's not even, it's it's not even really a discussion. Yep. It's going to be CJ McCollum. Mm-hmm. Now, there, there have been plenty of guys. Like, I mean, you could say, you could, I mean, if, if Steph doesn't win MVP, you could probably say, you know, most improved player, Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. You know, he, you know, was just incredible all year and continued to get better from where he was a year ago. Yep. That's the hard thing about being one of these stars is you can add so much to your game and it's not going to go in this section. It's, this this right. award kind of like goes to a younger guy who's kind of put himself on the map. That's what it is. So CJ McCollum just really went from a guy who was not anywhere as far as most people who were watching the NBA knew to now. Guys on everybody's radar. Yeah. So, CJ McCollum, my pick for most improved player of the year. I picked CJ McCollum as well. Um, I wasn't happy about it, but I did it. And it's the right choice. And now, it's the right choice. now, do you have any honorable mention, guys, guys that you felt like could I, be in discussion? I do. I do. Um, it, with the voting for an actual media member, they have to pick a first, second, and third choice. And so right. we, have, we have our secondary choices as well. Um, I picked Kemba. Kemba Walker. Great choice. I loved Kemba. I thought that he went from a serviceable point guard to a actual legitimate offensive threat. Right. Um, a leader for the Hornets who are a playoff team. Exactly. Um, who who are who all took steps forward. And so I, I think he was a good part of the leadership there. And mm-hmm. so I really liked what he did. Uh, my other one was Alan Crabb. That's a great choice as well. Alan Crabb, I think he went from this two. Is, hold on real quick before you get yeah. into this. Go, you do yours. Okay. Al, this is funny. Alan Crabb, uh, he had 2.5 points a game, and now he has 10.2 points a game. 
from one season to the next. Uh, he it was an opportunity boost, I think was a good part of it, but yeah. he showed it on the offensive end. Uh, he's a defensive player that can that can shut down some second units. So six seven, long, athletic. I I really liked Alan Crabb, and I wanted him to get some uh, some recognition. So honorable mention that you had first was Kemba. Uh huh. My first honorable mention, Marvin Williams. Wow. You have a Charlotte Hornets. Hornets player. Very uh-huh. interesting. So Marvin Williams kind of you know rebuilt himself into yes. a quality NBA starter player. Good shooter. Uh, good shooter. That stretch four position. You know. It's versatile, can guard the th- can guard the wing, and can guard the four. Mm-hmm. Um, really has revitalized his career in Charlotte, and it's been a good good fit for him. Yep. My third, a trailblazer. No way, Al Farouk Amino. Nice. Yeah, I thought he had a fantastic year, and he was a really big part of the reason why the Trailblazers are in the playoffs. Al Farouk Amino, one of like seven players who played all eighty-two games. Yeah, he was fantastic this season. Ten point two points a game, really quality starter off the or starter for the uh, Trailblazers and Terry Stotts all year. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason why those guys were able to kind of weather the Lamarcus Aldridge storm. Yeah. And still get back into the playoffs. Yeah, I I I love the what the Trailblazers did. I've we've talked about them a hundred different times. What do you know? Uh, <laughs> we Hornets, we're the same wavelengths there. Hornets and Trailblazers as Hornets our most guys. Love that. Um, how about we move on to six man, six man of the year? All right, very good. Six man of the year. You lead us off with six man of the year as I led us with most improved. Well, I, I want to keep the conversation in the same spot that we were a, co- a couple of years ago. The Suns played above expectations. They were expected like their under over was like 17. They won 48 games or something. Right. And they were the ninth seed. Oh, it should have made the playoffs. Um, and that off season, they had guys going for sixth man, uh, most improved. Um, and um, I think Goran Dragic got on the third team all NBA. They mm-hmm. were getting a lot of award hype. Um, and it was a lot of because they were playing way above expectations. Correct. The Portland Trailblazers. A lot of people were down on this year, and right. they played way above expectations. So, why not go, keep it rolling with the Portland Trailblazers? I went Ed Davis, my sixth man of the year. I love it. I think it's fantastic. We talked about Ed Davis a couple weeks back, Yep, and he has been a guy who's not been a complete fix for LaMarcus Aldridge, mm-hmm. but has a, it is, is a serviceable NBA adult Yes, that can play in the front court and can do some things 15 to 18 feet away from the basket. Mm-hmm defend down yes, low you can throw yes. it to him and you can rely on him for a couple baskets here and there and i think the other thing he's done is the trailblazers are so young up front mm-hmm. he's an nba professional yep so he's been able to be kind of a hey look at me this is kind of how you go about your business yeah. even though he's not like, starting no he's not yeah. starting but he's and that's i think that's another thing that's been good for these guys to see is like hey he's an nba professional he's not starting mm-hmm. but he comes in he goes to work and he is a very quality nba big yep loved it how, who you got? Six man of the year. Six man of the year. Dion Waiters. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Yeah, Dion Waiters. Nuh-uh. Awesome. No, stop it. Yeah, he's the best player that ever come I off the bench. I, I actually don't believe you. He is so good. Nuh-uh. Dion Waiters do just this. getting buckets off the bench. He's not a volume guy at all. He shares the ball so well. Dion Waiters, and he's not an attitude problem, so he fits in really. I legitimately don't believe you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm <laughs> I was like, Dion Waiters Island has been typhooned and abandoned for like a year and a half. Now. I feel like the the oh, Thunder would probably. I was have, really worried that you were going to stick with that no, no, bit no, for the, a while. The, the Thunder probably <laughs> would have challenged the Warriors for the best record in NBA history had Dion Waiters not been on the team. So. <laughs> no, in all honesty, though, we're going to stick in the same wheelhouse we've been sticking in. Shut up. You went Portland. Uh huh. 
I'm going to go Charlotte. <laughs> I'm going to go Jeremy Lin as my yes. sixth man of the year. Oh, that's so good. First team all haircut, sixth yes. man of the year. Uh, yes. Jeremy Lin. Did you know he take requests for his hair? I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, no, he he said this on, on like NBA Game Time and they were interviewing him. He had like a double pony going on one game. He's like, why'd you do that? He's like, oh, uh, one of my buddies uh, said I wouldn't do it. So I did it. And they're like, well, what if we tell you a haircut? He's like, whatever. I take requests. Anybody get a haircut? I'm doing it. That's awesome. It's amazing. That's fantastic. So Jeremy Love Lin. Jeremy Lin. You know, 11.7 <laughs> points a game, three three assists, 3.2 boards, helped Charlotte to the to a top five seed in the East. Um, or sorry, to a top, to a five seed in the Eastern Conference. Um, yes. Played crunch time minutes for Charlotte for a team who – has really just been a surprise. You know, again, you looked at this team on paper to begin with, and you were like, who? I don't really know much about who these guys are. A lot of big white dudes. Not sure if they're going to be able to do anything at all this season. But enough of these guys were plugged into a system that they were able to succeed. And Jeremy Lin was one of those guys. I really think he's got a real case for six man of the year here. Um, Honorable mention. Oh, hold on. Fact check. Fact check, Um, yes. uh, The Hornets. Not the fifth seed. Oh, where did I go? Did I mess that up? No, so the sixth seed. Sixth seed. Sorry, sorry. You're Fact check. Close. Thank you so much. Fact just, check. Just wanted to let you Fact know. Fact check. Sorry, I had that incorrect in my notes. Let me edit it now for purposes later. There you go. Top six seed. Thanks. Thank you. You nailed it. Uh, yes. Yeah, so Jeremy Lin, my right. sixth man of the year on the sixth seed. Charlotte Hornets. There you go. Uh, I went with a, a man who, a, 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 when I got past uh, the first candidate or so of six man, yeah, I had to m- make do. Right. Yeah. Um. And so m- my second guy I went with was Enos Cantor. Um. I have him not, on my on my board as well. Not Ennis Enos. Yes. Um. I he's he's a great offensive player, and I realize that he gives a lot of points back on defense. He's been doing. B- better not good he's at least trying now but better um and so you know it's just a guy who you can't ignore the offensive production that he's giving um who knows what kind of effort he's going to put in the playoffs on on the defensive end we'll see what happens but i think as far as this goes you, you, you can't overlook it you can't um overlook the defensive side of the of right. the game but he really, really is a good offensive player, and I, I had to give him a little credit for that. And some people will say that if you outscore the man you're guarding, that's good defense, and he scores off the bench. So a very quality honorable mention. I also had him down as an honorable mention. The other guy I had down was Will Barton. Samesies. 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 We didn't even look at this before. No, wow. we didn't. Uh, will Barton, 14.4 and six boards off the bench. Yep. For the Nuggets, it was really hard for me to put him as the sixth man of the year with the Nuggets that went thirty-three and forty-nine this yes. year. Uh, yes, I I really liked his game. I liked what he brought to the table. You know, his guy out of Memphis was kind of on that backside of Calipari, mm-hmm. and then you know was then in that position and drafted into the NBA. And as a guy that is long, athletic, can shoot it a little bit, but I just couldn't give it to a guy who went thirty-three and forty-nine. That's why you know went with Jeremy Lin. They were able to get in the playoffs, so. Will Barton, good season. Also a guy that I had in the most improved category but didn't have in my top three. But Will Barton, quality season for him. And I think the Nuggets going forward, young guys, young core, Mm -hmm. could be doing some things if they can just get a couple more pieces. My second team, all six-man voting, uh, I wanted to put Andre Godala and Sean Livingston in my voting. 
just because yeah. they, they, they're the bench guys for the greatest team that's ever existed in a regular season ever. And I think, to be honest, <laughs> I think when it comes to, like, obviously we're not members of the media, Clearly. but I think the reality is it'll probably be one of those guys. Mm-hmm. I think it's really hard to not give the majority of these awards yep. to a team that just completed the best regular season of all time. Right. So I think in the reality, I think we went a route that was just a little off of the beaten path, mm-hmm. but I think guys like Iguodala, Iguodala and Livingston legitimately will probably get those awards. Yep. Um, rookie of the year. Let's go to rookie of the year. I think Chris Stapps Porzingis. There might be a chance that we have the same one, and so I'm going to count to three, and we're going to say who we have at the same time. No, I already said mine. No. Ready? One, two, three. Carl Velociraptor. Pass. Oh, sorry. I went with the different All right, let's joke. try it again. One, two, three. Bell Good housekeeping. Oh, man. Um, Last one. I think we can get it this time. All right. One, two, three. John Shawshank Stamos. Redemption. What? Shawshank Redemption. Did you say Shawshank Redemption? I heard. Sean Bradley I heard, Shank Redemption. I heard, I heard, yeah. <laughs> it was a struggle. So Carl Towns. Carl Anthony Carl Towns. Towns. You can't. I'm still going to say it because it's just in my ba- my brain. I'm going to. I'm, I'm Carl pushing Towns. Through. I'm pushing through with Carl Towns. I yes. think uh, he's the clear number one. He's no an question. amazing player. Uh, um, he's, he's awesome. He's one of the best big men in the league already. Yes. Um, and in, in, in an NBA where bigs are kind of being depleted, he's a guy who can step away from the basket and yep. knock down jumpers. Mm-hmm. He's kind of the new era center where yeah. he's hyper athletic, can shoot it, can defend guys out from three. He is the prototype of what a big needs to be going for in the NBA. And I am so excited to see what he does Speaking. in his career. Speaking of bigs who are new prototypes, my number two, Christoph Rosingas. Also my number two. Easy peasy. We have a segment dedicated to him. I wish I could have gone all the way in and given him this award, but the reality is is Carl Towns was just so good this season that I couldn't bring myself to do it. He had a bit of a regression near the end of the season. Yeah. Um, and, and he had some um, ailments yeah. keeping him out every now yeah. and again. And so, a couple um, owies here and there. Yeah. 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 Some boo boos. Um, I liked. I li- I love I love Chris Stapps. Yeah, he's fantastic. I don't want to say I liked. I love him. Yeah. Um, I want him to stay in the NBA, not just as a, such a unique basketball player, but as a unique personality. Yes. Um, I think like he's really embracing what it's like being in New York. Yeah, and New York has New embraced York him, yeah. which is really cool. Which I, it's a long cry from the booze at draft night. And I think, man, of a like, I can't even imagine. The, like the willpower it took to say, all right, this is who I am. So I'm going to do, and I'm going to come in and I'm going to do the things that I'm capable of doing. And on top of that, being able to be a personality that he's a 19 year old kid. Mm-hmm. Like he's not, he's never lived in the country and then to throw him into New York city mm-hmm. and succeed the way he has. Yeah. I think on top of the, you know, if anything that also needs to be weighed into what he's done this season. Mm-hmm. I've just been very impressed with him overall. Yeah. He's been awesome. Uh, can I give a guess for who I think your third is? Go ahead. Um, rookie. Yeah. Emmanuel Moutier? It was not. <clears throat> Again, was it? main reason why I couldn't do Moutier as my, my third one, 33 and 49. Was it Nikola Jokic? No. Another one, he, he's, he's on my, my thought. Like, okay, I like this guy, 33 and 49, but it wasn't like transcendent. Right. I went with Justice Winslow as my third. Um, nice. Just because he can play both ends of four. Again, not a guy who shoots it at all yet, mm-hmm. but played a very key role for a team that's in the playoffs. I love it. So I went with Justice, Justice Winslow as my third. I, right. That goes counter to the first two guys that we had. It's one and two. But mm. for my third spot, I had to give it to a guy who is playing significant minutes for a playoff team. 
I went with um, Nikola Jokic. Great choice. Mainly because he was on my fantasy team. And, and he was awesome. Trust me, I know. I know how fun that guy can be. Um, I, he, he's a great, productive big man. Uh, for the Denver Nuggets. For the Denver so, Nuggets. So, so everybody, I don't for know that Denver everybody Nuggets. knows that he plays, nor he, who he is or where he plays. He's also not Yusuf Nurkic. Right. Which, Yusuf Nurkic. Man, I hope that those two together can just form yeah. such Nikola an Jokic. awesome front court. And then, uh, do you know, do you know the, the other um, uh, international big man? Gary Neal. No. Laverne? Laverne who plays over there? Gary Neal is a close guess. Yeah. <laughs> Laverne is over there. I, I can't. I think it's like Jonathan. I'm gonna be honest. I had him on one fantasy team where it was like 20 people in a league. It was I quit after the second week. I was yeah, like, I'm not of, even checking this. That's was, a lot of teams. It was garbage. Yes. I had Dionis Matiunas for way too long in that league, and he did not play many games. Well, um. Anyways, yeah. uh. So that was our rookie of the year. Love that. Um. Getting to two more of these awards that are that are a little bit up up for grabs. You know, we've had a, a couple, you know, the MIP, Rookie of the Year, those are runaways. Yeah. Defensive Player of the Year. I think this one's going to be fun. Yeah. I, again, I'm going to do this on three. We're going to say who we have winning uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, like, legitimately, though. Legitimately, yeah, you want to do like, it? Yeah. Actually, we who you We don't want to joke about it. Actually, who you picked. Actually, who I picked. Yes. Okay. One, two, three. Johnson Johnson. Why did you do that? <laughs> I thought you were going to do it, too. I don't think you were being serious. Mine was also Kawhi Leonard. Yes! <laughs> Kawhi Leonard is... Um, okay, let's be real. The San Antonio Spurs playing in any other season would be the best team in the league. No question. Uh, be revered for how amazing they are. 40-1 and one at home. Great, historically good defensive team. And Kawhi Leonard is leading that defense. Yes. He plays he, both sides of the ball, but now we're talking just about the one side. But he can guard one through four. Yeah, he takes the best... The best score yeah. on the other team every night, and, and while carrying the offensive load on the other side, yeah, he's phenomenal. He's amazing. I absolutely love Kawhi Leonard. Um, I mean, we've we've had this discussion a couple times, and, and I'm not on the pod, but man, if I'm starting a franchise, yep, who would I want to start a franchise with? And he's only 24 years old. Like <sighs> That's I can't, so, I can't. It's I, so unbelievable. Like, he acts like he's 39. Yeah. Just the way he carries himself and the way he approaches the game and the way he approaches just doing work. Mm -hmm. But man, 24 years old, lays both ends of the court as well as he does and can guard in an NBA where it's so important to be able to guard multiple positions, can guard one through four and do it very effectively. Uh, number two, Draymond Green. I had him as number three. Ooh. Yeah. Draymond Green, guy who who not only can but does guard one to five yes. on a nightly basis. He He's all over the court. Um, he, he's such a unique player. Uh, he's undersized for a guy who is matching up against centers and he's doing a great job. He's a, yeah. he's a, he's a bulldog. He's, he's one of those guys fighting for every ball. And I, I absolutely love him. Well, he's the engine that makes that Warriors oh, yeah. team go. I think his jaw is half the reason that I picked him at number two. Yeah, Just his, his attitude. Yeah. So I'm surprised. Who'd you pick for number two? My number two. So in an NBA era, we're shooting. And keeping guys from shooting is the key. Mm -hmm. The only person in the NBA that really gives Steph Curry problems is Avery Bradley. Yeah. That's why I picked him number two, because the most important really player good. in the league really is good. Steph Curry. Really good. The only player that really bothers him mm -hmm. is Avery Bradley. Okay. And there's a really cool YouTube video. Oh, and Patrick Beverly. Yeah, but he bothers but everybody. Yeah, nobody likes him anyway. <laughs> but Avery Bradley... 
I mean, there are multiple. If you were to just go on and type in Avery Bradley defense into YouTube, this guy, I think. Oh, my gosh. He picks up full court almost every single game against the team, other team's point guard, and just takes them out of the game. The Gordon Hayward block. It was the end of the game versus it was Jazz Celtics. Right. And, and and he locked down Gordon Hayward yeah. and just blocked him. Yes. Didn't he, foul. He got the clean block. It was great. He is he is on ball, I think. If he were, I mean, just three inches taller, he'd, we'd be talking about him as the best on-ball defender in the NBA because he'd be mm-hmm. able to guard one through four. But since he's a little shorter, yeah, I mean, he's. I think the reason I put him as two is the most important player in the league right now is Steph Curry, and I really think he is the only guy that really causes problems for mm-hmm. Steph. I think Kawhi does, but not the same way Avery Bradley does. So that's why I put him as two. Love it. And you had Draymond Green number three. I had Draymond Green number three. Awesome. Just from the same reasons we talked about, yeah. can guard one through five is the engine that makes that team get, makes that team go. Draymond's fantastic. I think uh, num- my number three was Paul Millsap. I think Paul Millsap might be one of the most underrated players in the NBA. Always in the right place. He's he's defensively awesome. very smart guy. The uh, only person in the league to average one point five assist, uh, one point five steals and blocks per game. Yeah, he did like one point eight steals, one point seven blocks. I mean, he's he's six eight. He's not super tall. He's nope. not. And he's not overly athletic, but he's he's in the right spot. He's a smart defender. He's he's leading a good defense yes. with the Hawks. They are a good defense, and he's an anchor. I love Paul Millsap. Uh, I had to put him number three. Yeah. Um, Coach of the year. I you're not gonna like me about this, but we're we're gonna see what happens. Um, you go first. I'll you, go first. Go ahead. Time. Who do you got? I went so preseason. I went with Rick Carlisle. I think the fact that I went there. I went Scott Skiles for the record. Yeah, for the record, you went Scott Skiles. <laughs> Not your best. Not your best. Man. But I went Rick Carlisle preseason only because I know the kind of basketball mind he is. And I knew with this roster that Dallas had, you looked mm-hmm. at the team, you're like, this team is terrible. Yeah. And somehow they are in the playoffs. Yeah, they are. So I had him as an honorable mention. Okay. Um, I wanted to give it to him only because I picked him preseason. Right, I but agree. I decided against I it. Okay, um, for the record, for sixth man of the year, you picked Isaiah Thomas, and he didn't he start turned three in, games. Wait. <laughs> he turned into a Cheater. Starter. Cheater. He turned into a starter. Okay, he wasn't at the beginning of the season. Anyways. Anyway, so my coach of the year, I, just, I picked Greg Popovich. How can you not? The guy is brilliant. He got this team to, and any other season would have been the bell of the ball. Mm-hmm. And... I just am so impressed with what he does with with guys like Tim Duncan and Monte Ginobili and Tony Parker and then brings guys in like Kyle Anderson and has brought along Kawhi Leonard and turned him into what he is and guys that are now in other places playing well. Like he's just he's a basketball Mozart and I just I think he should get it every year. Yeah. Um yeah. so I just why I gave it to him. Honorable mention guys. Uh, like I said, Rick Carlisle, I think Terry Stotts has been incredible this season with yep. Portland. Yep. Um, and I really like what Stan Van Gundy has built with Detroit and oh, yeah. getting those guys into the playoffs. So mm-hmm. those are my pick, but my ultimate pick was Greg Popovich. Um, I think that, okay, in, in, in 96, Phil Jackson was the leader of a team that won 72 games. Right. 73 games. Man, I think every single media member should put Steve Kerr number one and Luke Walton number two mm-hmm. because – they have coached the crap out of this team yeah. and turned them into something amazing. Yeah. I, I loved Mark Jackson was on the call for the Warriors 73rd win yeah. in case anyone was wondering. And that I, I just where they went from two years ago to where they are now is incredible. I think that 
with the way that Kawhi Leonard has progressed, Tim Duncan's stability, I, the the Tony Parker and, and Manu Ginobili, their veteran presence, I think that had Greg Popovich decided to take every um, uh, back-to-back off, that team would have won 60 games. Yeah. Um, and so I, I wanted to give it to the team that won the most games right, yeah. ever. Yeah. Ever. I can't, I you know, I can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. It's a great choice. Um, and so that's what I did one, two. Um, I have, I had Terry Stotts at my number three. Yep. Just taking a team that everyone, low expectations, and it turned him into a, an awesome team. Yeah. It's fun to watch. Great offensively. I, I, I had to put him in there. And Steve Clifford. Great season for him. Steve he's been great since he's been in Charlotte. Yep, he's been really good for what he, they've done there. He had some he had some breaks go the wrong way a couple times. Yep, and so he he was on hot water for a little bit, but he's he's stayed true to who he is and and, and that team and they've they've come around. I really yeah, like the addition Clifford. of Nick Batum really helped out what he was doing there. Yeah, that was also really good for yeah. him. Um, now for for the coup de gras, the MVP. Nice. Uh, what I want to do is I want to go down our top five. You want to go five and then to one. No, I want to go one to five. Okay. You go, and then I go. Okay. And we'll, so we'll, start with the winner then? Yeah. Compare. Go back okay. and forth. I think. Okay. Like, let's be real. Um, seriously, just go five names. Hit them. MVP. So, go. number one, Steph Curry. Of course. Naturally. Yep. Number two, Kawhi Leonard. Samesies. Number three, LeBron James. Samesies. Number four, Chris Paul. Mm. Number five, Kevin Durant. All right. All right. Well, we had a, two two that weren't right on. Steph yes. Curry number one, no Kawhi Leonard number two, yeah. LeBron James number three. Yep. I mean, these are three great players on great teams. You give them the credit they deserve. Exactly. I had Durant number four. Okay. Kyle Lowry number five. Interesting. Give me your Kyle Lowry for top five. Okay. MVP. All right. So first off, Kawhi Leonard. Oh, Kawhi Leonard. Why did I say Kawhi Leonard? Because he's really good. Because it's K L. Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Kyle Lowry plays both ends of the floor. He does. He's a he's a really really good defending guard. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the leader of that offense. That uh, Demar Derozan would be lost without him. Right. Um, the the floor would be com- the lane would be completely clogged up for Demar Derozan to miss a bunch of mid range jumpers if Kyle Lowry's not there. Yeah. Uh, he made that offense what they are, mm-hmm. and he led the Toronto Raptors to a two seed and was an All Star this year. He was an all-star. Also got himself into super good shape this season. Yeah. He looked great. Top and five it, top five getting himself into shape, I'll tell you that. Big time. And MVP again, of getting into shape. Doing it on both sides of the floor. Yeah. Get, getting an all-star. Getting DeMar DeRozan an all-star. Yeah. Now, DeMar DeRozan's very good. I, very I'm not good. giving him enough credit. But I think Kyle Lowry has been awesome. And I think he is the reason that the Raptors are that good. I, I think that they win 42 games without him. I Yeah, I would agree. Because so. Corey Joseph's the point guard if he's not there. Oh, man, but Corey Joseph's so fun. He is good. I wanted to put him as my sixth man of the year uh, at the preseason. Yeah. Just to see what he would do, but not quite. Anyways. Yeah. Um, that's what that's my co- or that's what my Kyle Lowry. Um, I really like him. Um, obviously, Kevin Durant's amazing. He's a great oh, player. So, that's why I'm so glad. Four. So glad he was able to play the season. Yes. So he, good. He held that two-week respite. That was about it. Yeah, just in December. Just really glad he was able to get back into form mm-hmm. and – the foot stuff seems like it's, you know, going to be okay. I don't want to, you know, speak too soon for that because he is one of those tall guys with those plantar fasciitis and history of that is not good. But yeah, always got to keep an eye on just that. Just really glad he was back in the fold and back in the swing of things and just playing at a really high level. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed Kevin Durant's season. Chris Paul, 
you had in there. Yes, I had Chris Paul in there. I had Chris Paul, and I and I deleted him to put Kyle Lowry in. And that, that's and I think it's hard for me to put Kyle Lowry over top Chris Paul, just because if we want to talk about eliminating guys from a roster and what yeah, the team would be, they actually deleted Blake Griffin. They deleted Blake Griffin, and they were they stayed afloat. Yep. Uh, and, they, and not, not stay to float, stay but like they were good. thrive. Yeah, that's what. So yeah, I was setting that up to do that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but thrive because of the season that he had. Mm-hmm. It's also hard for me to put him there because I don't like him. <laughs> so me putting him in the top five of the MVP really speaks to the season he has because I cannot stand Chris Paul. I love it. Um, so he was phenomenal this season. He was the reason why the Clippers were as good as they were. He's the reason why they going into the playoffs could be a team that could really bother one of the top three seeds mm-hmm. in the West and was completely the reason why the Clippers did not fall off a cliff when Blake Griffin decided to punch his friend. Totally get it. Yeah. Totally understand. Totally on board. So, and then, you know, LeBron's in there as my number three. LeBron's great. He's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't, I, I couldn't put him over top of Kawhi only because he just is such a weird leader. Yeah, his his actual um, personality yeah. got in the way of right. basketball at times. I think got in the way of basketball at times. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. And that's why I, you have to put him in the discussion just because he is still phenomenal. But I could not put him over top of Kawhi just because of some of the antics he had this mm-hmm. season. Uh, and Steph Curry is good at basketball. The best. Yep. Um, speaking of the best. Let's go to our All-NBA teams. Good transition. That's, a, that's what we in the biz like to call a transition. You know, it's not a great transition if we point it out every time. But I like pointing it out. We do it often. We often point it out. I think that's the bit, though. I like it. Good. Uh, first team. First team. I think it will be pretty obvious yep. based on our, our MVP votes mm-hmm. uh, with a few exceptions. Now, I'm, I'm, you got to follow the, the guidelines of uh, two guards, two forwards, and a center. Right. Um, and so I'm going to go with the assumption that both of our forwards will be Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James. Those are two. Yes. Easy. Uh, one of our guards is going to be Steph Curry. Correct. Easy. Um, I assume your other guard will be, um, Chris Paul. Correct. Makes sense. My, another, my other one is Kyle Lowry as logic states. So the big question, who did you put at the five spot? I think this first is, team? this is really fun. I think you're going to agree with this too. We're uh-huh. gonna, and we didn't look at this. Uh, pre-show. Here we go. My center on the first team NBA, Draymond Green. Yes, sir. I Woo! think it's it's impossible to not have two of the guys from the best regular season team ever, ever in your first team, ever. So, and he's again a guy that plays all five positions for them. Mm-hmm. And man, think about this team though. Like, so mine was Steph Curry, Chris Paul, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Draymond Green. Yep. Man. That's quite a fun team, especially yes. in, an, in an era now where basketball is played with some smaller guys and really spreading things out and attacking and moving. That'd be a pretty fun team to to watch. Now, oh gosh, that'd be so. Now fun. a lot of guys would need the ball in their hand. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I yeah, I had Draymond Draymond as my setter first team All NBA. I I did too. I struggled with it. I didn't want to because he fifteen percent of his minutes yeah were played at center right. But those. Those were the best minutes. Yeah, that's the death lineup. That's the death line. That's the one of the best lineups that we've seen in yeah. the NBA this year. And and so I, 
if you're the center for the best lineup, why not? Right. Um, I struggled with big guys in general with my all NBA stuff. And so to be able to put him in there made me feel a lot better. I agree. Uh, second team. Second team. I'll just run it down. Uh-huh. Same deal. Two guards, forwards, in yep. a center. Yep. Uh, I went Russell Westbrook. Yes. Clay Thompson. Mm. Kevin Durant. Okay. Paul Millsap. Okay. LaMarcus Aldridge. You put LaMarcus Aldridge as your center. Yeah, because Tim, Duncan, Tim Duncan's a power forward. They play at the same time, so LaMarcus Shut is up. a center. No, he's not. Well, Okay, first off, people thinking that Tim Duncan is still a power forward is ridiculous. He's the best power forward of all time. He is the best power forward of all time, but he hasn't played power forward in three years. Not true. He played it sometimes when LaMarcus Aldridge was playing center. <laughs> Shut up. This season. I can't. I don't I don't like I didn't put LaMarcus Aldridge as as a as a five. Um The reason I did is because I couldn't I didn't want to move him down to the third. What I didn't want to do is I didn't want to have him on the third team. Mm-hmm. And but I wanted to make sure that we had these two incredible regular season teams. Represented, represented yeah. in the NBA teams. That makes sense. Um, so that's why I had Clay as my shooting guard slash guard for yeah. my second team. Um, hard to look over what what Russell Westbrook just did this season with triple mm-hmm. doubles. Durant back yep. into the fold. Couldn't yep. and the way these guys end games, I could not bring it to myself to put them onto the first team either right. of them. And even though they are two of the top seven, in my opinion, mm-hmm. players in the NBA. I could not bring to I couldn't bring myself to put them on the first team because of how they finished games against the top teams in the league. Right. So had Clay in there, mm-hmm. had KD, Millsap as my power forward, and then Aldridge as my center. Uh, I had uh, Durant, Westbrook. I had them on my second as well. Yep. Um, you had Chris Paul on your first. Yep. I, I threw Chris Paul on my second. Yep. Uh, my other forward, Paul George. Very good. Love Paul George. He's fantastic. Uh, the comeback that he made from a devastating injury yes. is phenomenal. Yes, and I agree. He he put that team in the playoffs. Completely agree. He put that team in the playoffs. Yes. Um, if the, if he's not there, they win thirty three games. Oh um, yeah. And so I I loved love seeing what Paul George did on both sides of the court. Um, my five. Speaking of putting teams in the playoffs, I put Andre Drummond, an actual center. Yep. Uh, who put a lot of uh, box scores up? Uh, lots of twenties and twenties up. Lot, lots of double doubles all year yeah. long. Um, I figured, you know what? Reward an actual center. Yeah, the good. center position. If if I'm if I'm forced to make votes for actual centers, I'll cheat on the first one and then I'll actually go for centers on yeah. the next. So uh, I went with Andre Drummond on my second team. I like it. My center. Do you want to run down the third team? Yeah, let's hit it. Let's run them down. All right, uh, my. Two guards, Damian Lillard. Yep. Clay Thompson. Very good. My my center. I'm I'm skipping around. Oh. Center, DeAndre Jordan. Nice. Forward, Paul Millsap. Other forward, Tim Duncan. I love it because Tim Duncan is freaking awesome. He is. I'm so, I I'm so sick of people not appreciating who Tim Duncan is because you know what? He's going to be gone. He's there's a day that Tim Duncan will be on the court and people are not going to appreciate it enough. People are going to be like, Oh man, he was great. No, he is great now. 
You know what? And people need to know that. You know what's going to happen with Tim Duncan? One day, he's just not going to show up to a game. Here's the thing. He's not going to do any big like announcement. One day, no. he's just not going to be on the bench. And people are like, well, where's Tim Duncan? And Pop's just going to go, oh, yeah, he's he's gone now. He, I'm yeah. leaving next week. Yeah, he's not, <laughs> he's not playing this year. He's not playing anymore ever. Yeah. Like, Wait a second, what? Because that's just that's just who he is. He's right. an under the radar kind of guy. Um, I think he's he's still playing really good basketball he is. on both sides of the court. Yeah. Um, I mean he he's he's lost the step on defense, oh, yeah. but you know, that's gonna happen when you're thirty nine. Right. Um I just I, I wanted to give Tim Duncan credit. I, I obviously we, we throw I threw Kawhi Leonard on my first team. Yeah. I needed to get another uh spur out there. Clay Thompson, I everyone knows how much I love Clay Thompson. Um, he's great on both sides. Uh, he might be one of the best two-way guards in the league. Um, so I, I threw him on my third. Damian Lillard, just being Dame, threw him on the first. I loved him. DeAndre Jordan, uh, a, a rock for the uh, Clippers when uh, Blake went out. So, yeah. So uh, my third team. I was excited about mine. Go ahead. I think you'll appreciate the first four. Mm-hmm. Five I don't think you're going to be happy with. Oh, boy. Two guards, Kyle Lowry, Damian Lillard. Yep. Small forward, Paul George. Okay. Power forward, Carl Towns. Mm, I like it. My center. I'm going to be really What do you do? Boogie Cousins. <laughs> He's so talented. <laughs> I wouldn't want him on my team, but the dude is so good. He's so gifted. I have to put him in here. Not a smart choice, I understand. No, I like it. But I'm putting him in there. My third team, all NBA center. Uh, no, I, Boogie I'm, Cousins. I'm on board. <laughs> now, I think the last thing we should do here. I had some honorable mentions. You, yeah. Or yeah. I was thinking we should do it as like a fourth team. Like, yeah, that's hey, what, yeah. these are our guys. Mm-hmm. These are the guys we really just liked this season. Not necessarily like, yeah. hey, they're going to be up there, but just guys like we really enjoyed what they did this year. Yes. So let's give, and, them, give them a shout out. And so because of that, I, I didn't necessarily follow the guard guard forward forward center i just See, picked, I, I kept it on that oh i picked five more guys okay. but i guess now that i'm looking at it i could i could technically justify it okay um i went with kemba and isaiah thomas as my guards so did i <laughs> no way yep that's awesome kemba and isaiah thomas uh you put for the record right there <laughs> dover sees it i love it kemba isaiah this is great um you put carl towns and lamarcus aldridge on your actual all nba teams i did i threw them on my um, fourth imagination. Um, team. Yeah, my fourth imagination team, as well as Boogie Cousins. <laughs> great! This is so great, so great. So my my small forward, uh-huh. Giannis. Love it. So happy with what he, how it. he played this year. <laughs> he's like, it's so great that he's a point guard now, and I'm like, mm, small forward. Yeah. <laughs> I do what I want. This is my imagination. He's like six eleven, so he like fits into that category. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my power forward was Dirk. Love it. I love. I love that Dirk is in there. And my center was Chris Daps. Awesome. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my fourth. If Dan ruled the world team, I love it. Yeah. Yes. No. These those are just guys that we enjoyed watching. Yes. Guys that we wanted to give props to, and so we created our own fourth team, and we make our own rules. Um, all defense. Uh, power guard, 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 forward, forward, center again. Uh, is how I set my lineup. Yeah. Uh, my first team, I pick Chris Paul, Avery Bradley, Draymond Green, Kawhi Leonard, Andre Drummond. Well, we were four for four. 
Mm-hmm. The only difference is I had Steven Adams as my center. That makes sense. Uh, mainly, no statistics here, mainly because he is just a punk. The second to last MRI. He plays, and he would be a guy I would want to, if I was guarding on the wing, I would be able to feel comfortable really climbing up into somebody knowing that he was in the paint defending yep. the rim. So, really tough. Always plays strong down on the block defensively. Defends the three feet in front of the basket. Mm-hmm. Really enjoy Stephen Adams. Yep, I already would. I about would I have drumming, traded? So. Would I have traded James Harden for him? No, but that's <laughs> another story. <laughs> oh my gosh! I totally. All right, so it was. Jer- has that is that fully panned out yet? It's Jeremy Lamb, uh, Kevin Martin at the time. The pick that turned into Stephen Adams. Was it the pick that turned into Cameron Payne? No, I don't believe he was even involved. Or it might have been involved in it. But I thought there was another either play. way, regardless, it doesn't matter. Steven Adams was involved. Hold on a second. You just said James Harden. You know what we didn't mention at all when we were talking about our all-NBA teams? His name? James Harden. Yeah. Nice. I, yeah. High five for that Yeah, one. we can go into it. I thought about it, but then again, I can't reward a guy who decided to not come into the season in shape. You got his coach fired. Who thought was like, oh, you know, I should have won the MVP last year. So, like, well, if you should have won the MVP last year, why don't you come out and score 35 a game as opposed to not being in shape and hanging out with the Kardashians? Yeah, I disregarded him for either first or second automatically because he was hanging out with the Kardashians. But I also put Boogie Cousins in mind, so <laughs> my morals are all over the place. <laughs> um, our second team, I went with uh, Russell Westbrook. I thought he was a dog on both sides of the court. Danny Green, I thought, was doing a real good job just covering perimeter guys. Uh, three Danny Greenlove. Love Danny it. Danny Greenlove in my, yeah. in my second team. Uh, LeBron James, Paul Millsap. We've talked about how great they are. And Rudy Gobert. He's the, the Utah Jazz had the number seven uh, defensive rating. And Rudy Gobert is just a solid guy. Their French rejection. Pretty solid. I, 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 I love me some Rudy. So mine is... Similar, but not completely uh-huh. similar. Russell Westbrook was also on my second team. I had Andrew Wiggins on my second team. Okay. I had Paul George on my second team. Right. I had Paul Millsap, and I had Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, like, changed it. <laughs> but you know what? I don't even <laughs> you know really what? know what? No, because here's the thing. Here's the thing okay. about the second team defense is yes. I scroll through it when I play NBA 2K and do franchise mode, so Nobody I just cares. scrolled through it when I did this and kind of just Threw names on the board, put them around, and no, threw them up there. So it made sense. I think you could justify. I guess, but I didn't like it. Yeah, let's just move on then. Let's just move on. Uh, all rookie teams, um, which I did like this one. Oh yeah, uh, I love this rookie class. Real quick, like before we jump into the rookie uh-huh. team, I really enjoyed yes. the rookies this season. And there are definitely some guys who are are probably not on either one of our lists, but we're excited about their future. Um, Absolutely. I don't. I don't know what you've got going, but I don't. I didn't have Stanley Johnson. I, I mean, shoot, I mean, we're recording on a Sunday. Uh-huh. He went at LeBron James yeah. in the Cavs-Pistons yeah. game today. Stanley Johnson was was really good this he year. He is an adult male, yeah. and he's only 19 years old. He was He's, he's really fun. Um, Mario Hazonia, I don't have on my board. <sighs> yeah, it, but it's just, you know, it, it, guys that are, are coming up. He fell victim to Scott Skiles not liking young guys and just said, you're, you're just not going to play. Right. Evan Which Fournier is, is going to have a bunch of minutes. Yeah. Ridiculous. Which, for the record, Evan Fournier wasn't terrible, 
but but who are you trying to wasn't, develop? Yeah, wasn't trying to develop. Yeah, Mario. I think the last um, one of those, Miles Turner is a guy we've talked about. Unless he's you, know, you might have him, so I don't want to go to uh, maybe Miles Turner was a guy. Somebody jumped the gun. I jumped the gun, but maybe is a guy that's awesome. So All let's right. just keep it that. So, uh, rookie teams. Do yeah, you want to start? Uh, yeah, the, you, there's no rules on here. Just one to five. Your five guys that you like. I still kept mine pretty like point guard, shooting guards, small forward. Uh, I kept mine pretty. Pretty I picked in tune. two cards and three forwards. That's fine. Um, Emmanuel Moutier, Devin was, Booker. Yep, yep. Those are my four. Uh, those are my two uh, guards. So I actually have the same two guards. Awesome. Yep. Cool. I had Chris Stapps. Okay. Carl Towns. And Miles Turner. Very good. I like that team. I had Moutier, Booker, like we said. Mm-hmm. Justice Winslow. Mm-hmm. Carl Towns. Okay. Chris Stapps, Porzingis. You threw, uh, you threw Justice Winslow in the first. He just said Justice Winslow. Yeah. Emmanuel Moutier, Devin Booker, uh-huh. Justice Winslow. Yeah. Justice Winslow. You had Justice Winslow. In the, I did not have him. Oh, yeah, yeah. That sorry. was the difference. Yes. That was in our okay, teams. Okay, gotcha, so gotcha. I you said his name. Yeah, I thought I said his name twice. You were confusing me. I no, like, no, 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 no. I was I, just saying. Uh, okay. You, I brought him back up. There was our switch. It's okay. You're all right. We're you, there. You got this. We're happening. Uh, no, I love Justice Winslow. Yes. Um, I don't know. For my for my voting, I don't think he played enough minutes. Right. Um, but he showed that he's an awesome player. Right. He's He can really – he's athletically – uh, an amazingly talented at uh, what 19 yeah 20 now maybe um he's he's a young guy he's gonna get so much better yes uh hopefully I'm, there's a couple of different guys that's just like mm, i really hope he d- develops the jump shot and he's if won. he gets if he gets rolling on his jump shot, man that guy can play he really can that guy can play he really can now would i have given up my entire draft like the celtics almost did to get him yes i don't think i would that draft yeah i don't think that i would but he's going to be a fantastic player. Would you trade Fab Mello for him? Uh, <laughs> I would trade a combination of Fab Mello, Dino, Dino Raja, uh-huh. and Jared Selinger okay. to the Heat for that makes and, sense. and maybe a couple of future picks. I would too. Yeah. Um, that sounds uh, weirdly like a James Harden trade. Yeah. Um, second team. I went with, you, you know what? I made my own rules. I didn't care. I went with... Um, some guys who I, I went post all-star, I just, anything that happened after the all-star, because I, I like to take at least with the rookies a little bit more, uh, with what's going on after your first 50 games. Right. Yeah. They're still figuring out the league. Yeah. You, you, you've, you got your feet wet. You're, you're seeing what's going on. Um, maybe you're getting an opportunity that you hadn't in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, I went with Norman Powell guard for the, uh, Toronto Raptors. I thought he he played legitimate minutes off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked good. Yeah. I liked it. Um, Josh Richardson, he's a guard who is who is coming in place of Dwayne Wade for the Heat. He's got some bounce to him. Yeah, he does, and he's he's playing playing in the playoffs. He's yeah. out there. He's gonna he's gonna do real well. Um, I went D'Angelo Russell. Why do you what why why that? Because because I, I would know. agree. I, I'm I'm tracking with other things you're saying right now. I think D'Angelo. Sure, he had the one little thing along the way yeah. that we talked about and kind of joked about. But the reality is, again, Byron Scott had to try to manage this weird Kobe send off with trying to get minutes for a young guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's ultra talented. Right. I think. I just don't think that there was any moment in the season where I was like, whoa, all right, this guy can go. 
He had a couple 30-point nights. I just, I don't know. I just never was Im- Im- thoroughly impressed. And maybe maybe I, I'm, I'm not giving him enough credit. Maybe I didn't watch enough Lakers games. Imagine tough, that. Tough to watch this. Um, but I just, I was never blown away. See, I'll say this. Um, we'll kind of go back to mm-hmm. our, our first podcast, yeah. NBA All-Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. I thought he was, if not the alpha, in the discussion as the alpha of the rookie game. Right. So he and Moody, I thought, were the two guys that were just like taking over the game. Right. And yeah, I'll stay with uh, D'Angelo, keeping I, him on there. Yeah, I I'm had saying him it, too. I'm saying yeah. it confidently <laughs> as opposed to even uh, D'Angelo Russell. I had uh, Justice Winslow on my second, and yeah. then I put Willie Colley Stein on my second team because you know why? I don't care. That's why. Well, you know what? I love Willie Colley Stein. He, He's he so is good so. Offense athletic yeah and he is one of few guys i think once he really figures out the league and like maybe doesn't play with boogie cousins anymore yeah um no he's gonna he's gonna play with him but he's one of the guys we talked about with carl anthony towns where can he can play and guard one through five maybe not one and two very effectively but he can guard all his positions so he is uh he's fantastic I like that. I like. I like. I like that. I like what you did there. Thanks. Really good. Any other additions to your second team? Uh, I mean, or did you even care at this? I point? didn't really even care. Uh, a guy like Julius Randle, I feel like we can kind of throw in there, even though he was not a rookie this season. Yeah, was hurt like five minutes into his rookie yeah. campaign. Similar to Jabari Parker, injured very early on. Yeah. So guys like that, we really got our first glimpse of. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Julius Randle. I don't think he is a star. I just think that he's a young guy who really plays hard night in, night out. I think once really, once he like really gets the NBA kind of feel and the season and everything, will be a very solid contributor. Mm-hmm. To an NBA team, I don't know if it's gonna be the Lakers, but he'll just be a, a solid contributor to me. I like him. I like his. I like his game. All right, cool beans. Cool beans. Well, um, you, we'll see what happens with these guys in the future. Um, maybe they'll uh, start some franchises on a great path. But there's already some gr- franchises who are looking to make a big impact this year. Uh, we're gonna go into our playoff discussion now. Uh, we have this game that we play. Um, we've done it. Dover and I have done it for the past f- four years, I think. Um, and Dan, you started up with us at, at least two years ago Correct. doing this, um, full disclosure. I did not make this game up this. I got from, a, a, another NBA podcast called the starters, which is one of my favorites, formerly known as the basketball Jones. One now, of my, one of my favorite shows now on NBA TV. Yes. Now on NBA TV. Um, they, they, I heard this game from them and I was like, Ooh, I could play and I want to see how I compete with my friends. So what the game is essentially you pick, um, for each playoff matchup you pick the winner and you pick the amount of games if you get the winner correct you get a point if you get the winner and the amount of games you get three points if you get the amount of games correct but you don't get the winner you stink and you don't get the points at all no so points. um it's so all this about is a game where the points do matter yes and but they also don't count or something yeah, Something yeah, that's like right. that. Thanks, that's Drew right. Carey. Yeah, that was right. Yeah. Um. So let's let's start off in the West. Jump right into it. Let's go Warriors Rockets. With which with each of these uh, playoff matchups, we're gonna pose one question. One. One question about what might happen. Little, what we're looking for in this series. Well, food for thought. Warriors Rockets. This is your team. Why don't you start us off? Can Michael Beasley make an NBA impact? Good. He question was brought in from China. He was a they we imported him 
Are we? I think that's right. Sure. Yeah, sure. Important back. He's he's on a he's on a minimum contract. Will he make a legitimate impact in this series to garner an actual deal in the NBA next season? I think so. Um, I disagree. I think it's going to be like a oh, I think it's going to be like a two-year, four million dollar deal. It's possible. Um, I think he's going to get. I, I I I in. I will bet you um, whatever five guys burgers and fries. Ooh, I like that idea. I will bet you five guys burgers and fries. He gets above a league minimum contract next year. Okay. Boom. Done. Done. Mark it on the record. So speaking of those guys, mm-hmm. how do you have the series? Playing out between the Warriors and the Rockets. I have Golden State in five. Interesting. Five because I think there's one game where James Harden will score 46 points. Interesting. I just think there will be one game where James Harden, and I bet it's going to be game three. It's going to be the first game in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, and and now, again, we're recording this on a Sunday. little banged up Steph. Maybe, maybe that provides a little weakness. But um, I think they get one. Yeah. I think they get one, and I don't think it's a problem that they get one. But I'm I'm saying uh, I'm saying Rockets in five, or I'm sorry, Warriors in five. Ew, yeah, Rockets saying, get one whoa. game. Sorry, Rockets get one game. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna say Golden State in four. That makes sense. I just think that the Clearly Rockets. I think the Rockets are just such a fragile team. Mm-hmm. I think that they will just crumble underneath the pressure that the Warriors are gonna put on them. Golden State in four. Totally makes sense. Jairo. Warriors in six. Whoa! I love Gyro. I think it's gonna be a little longer. Wow! I love him. I've only lost nine games all season, but they're gonna lose two to the Rockets. I love it. I love you. I think Steph's gonna be a bigger impact than you think. Uh, His injury? Yes. Okay. Very possible. Very possible. If you made your predictions after game one, I'm gonna be real upset with you. No. No. (laughs) All right. I believe you. I I believe him too. I made him uh, last. Sure. On Wednesday. Okay. That's fine. Ish. I believe you, Ish. Yeah. yeah. Okay, no worries. We'll no see worries. what happens. We'll, we'll see what, what happens. happens. So, staying in the West, San Antonio, Memphis. Uh-huh. Your two versus your seven. Yep. One question. Uh-huh. Can the Spurs sweep and get the extra rest they so desperately desire against a Memphis team held together by popsicle ticks, chewing gum, and toughness? <laughs> Classic. Uh, that sounds like a yes, no. What do we got? I'm going to say no. Sweep? No. I'm going to say it's going to be San Antonio in four. Oh, wait. You said, can the Spurs get the sweep? Oh, so yeah. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> so the answer is can yeah. the Spurs get the sweep? <laughs> yes, yes, they can no. get the sweep. Ah, there you go. Yes, the Spurs can get the sweep. Spurs in four. I'm on board. We've talked about how desperate the Memphis team is to just stop playing because they're so riddled. Yeah. I'm all on board. Five. 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 Grizzlies are going to get one. Do you think that Mike Conley comes in like game four and then just takes over? Yeah. yeah, Sounds like a you hope thing. I love that. Um, Thunder Mavs. uh, I put my question is, can coaching triumph amazing talent? I will answer you. No. OKC in four. (laughs) (laughs) Rick Carlisle is a great coach. Can he out coach? I think he can out coach billy donovan no question on that but uh he just doesn't have the guys he doesn't have the men manpower um i believe i said okc in five so yes you have okc in five yeah i think the mavs might steal one yes no biggie you have okc in five i'm with chuck on this one boom got a gyro all right moving on to our next series clippers trailblazers Mm -hmm. question can dame lillard recreate his playoff magic from two years ago when he lifted the Blazers over the Rockets? Ooh, quick answer, no. 
No, he cannot. Nope. No, he cannot. So what are you going to say? Uh, I got the Clippers in six. Clippers in six. Clippers in six. Darryl, uh, what do you have? Clippers in five. Ooh, Clippers in yeah. five. Blake Griffin coming back. Uh, the front court of the Trailblazers is just too, too open. Um, yeah. I, I think th- they're exposed there, and that's just not. And, and Chris Paul might try to murder CJ McCollum. Who knows? It's possible. I'm gonna say almost to my question. Ooh, Lakers in or sorry, Clippers in seven. Yeah, I could see that. I I, I would love to see Dame just go for three 40 point games that I think he's gonna have to yeah and, and I think it's possible and and we'll see you know we talked about Al Farouk Amino Alan Crabb at Davis we talked about these guys who are are in um good roles uh, um down on the roster and you know they can take a step forward we'll see what happens yeah uh moving on over to the east Cavs Pistons um my question I rose up will somebody from the Pistons take a step forward and man up against the Cavs so they have five guys who are pretty good. Reggie Jackson, KCP, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, yep. Tobias Harris, Marcus Morris, Andre Drummond. They're all pretty good. Andre Drummond being an all-star this year. Will one of them take a step forward and show, I've got I've got these Sam Cassells here. Let's go. Nice. Um, um, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that uh, they are a great cohesive unit, but I think they're going to be torn apart by... A lot of scoring from Kyrie. Uh, I think that LeBron is just going to manhandle whoever they um, throw at him. Whoever they throw at him. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Stanley Johnson even going at him, and so right. we'll see what happens. Uh, I put Cavs in five. I had Cavs in four. Boom. But to answer your question, we're recording this on a Sunday yeah. after the first round or the first game of that series. Mm-hmm. Man, Marcus Morris really did step up and played really well in yeah. the first half of the game. Uh, Stanley Johnson was not afraid of the moment. Played very well in the game. Contavious mm-hmm. Caldwell Pope also played well. The, the guy you would have suspected to play really well, Reggie Jackson, yeah. struggled. Yes, I think had he played his normal game, they might have stolen Game One in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was kind of their best shot. They went ten of sixteen from three in the first half. Yeah, that was the best right. shot they could throw at him, and yep. the Cavs still came out victorious in Game One. But I'm sticking with prediction: Cavs in four. Jarrah. Uh, Cavs in five, just like you. Love it. All right. Moving right along here, we are down to the two, two seed seven. with the Raptors versus the Pacers. Yep. Can the Raptors finally win a playoff series? Uh, if you if the question was, can the Raptors finally win a game one? The answer is still no. They're like 0-8. Yeah, Can't win good. game one. No, they cannot. Not a great thing. Not something they are very good at. Texting my buddy Ryan, he just sent me a text in all caps that just said Pacers. I was like, oh, I, I assume they won. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for this. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate that. That's too bad. Um, Raptors, wh- what are we thinking? I had Toronto in seven. I have Toronto in six. Uh, that's what I was, again, when we made these a while ago, these are the two seven pick, and I was like, they're going to drop game one. I'm yeah. calling it. And, and I think they'll drop one more at least. But I think Toronto in six. I'm going to save mine for bold predictions. No, 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 you know, lay it down right now. Lay it down right now. Pacers in seven. Ooh. Pacers in seven. I love it. I like to pick. Love I really it. do. Especially because the last game is going to go to overtime. It's going to be so close. <laughs> last game's going to go to overtime. Man, this is the best. That's really good. Um, Heat Hornets. Uh, a couple years ago, uh, if you watched the NCAA tournament and you watched the Big East tournament, you saw Kemba Walker put on the postseason performance of a lifetime 
I'm wondering if Kemba can bring that up to the NBA. What do you think? No. No. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I think that Marvin Williams. Ooh. I think that Nick Batum. Okay. And I think Courtney Lee like are it. all going to step up. And they're going to bring the Charlotte Hornets their first ever as I mean, since the, the Charlotte team came back. Right, right. Their first playoff series victory. Interesting. Charlotte and in six. Charlotte and in six. Interesting. I am <laughs> going to say the same amount of games, mm-hmm. six, but I'm going to say Miami and six. Dumb. I think this no team Chris Bosch. Not is uh, just a mixture of guys who are young and talented and a mixture of guys who have been there before. Uh, I trust Joe Johnson in the playoffs. Call me crazy, but I do. Yeah. Uh, I trust Dwayne Wade in the playoffs. Uh, I trust Goran Dragic to do his thing in the playoffs. I just think Miami – I think Miami is a dangerous team. I don't think you want anything to do with them right now. Right. Well, and here's the thing is, again, we made these before the first uh, games went off, but we, we've seen the first game, and uh, Luol Deng scored 31. Yeah. If Luol Deng is going to start playing basketball again, at that, that, at that makes that level? me real worried. Yeah. That makes me real worried. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Gyro, what do you got? Heat, um, Heat Hornets. Miami in five. Miami in five. And he's real confident. I'm confident with the Heat. All right. Okay, All right. cool means. We have last one. Last one, Hawks-Celtics. One burning question here. Can President Brad Stevens muster the strength to lift Celtics Nation against communist Atlanta and win the Cold War? <laughs> what, what, what was that? What the Hawks, the they, they are red. They have the red team. And okay. yellow. And the yellow. Oh, They've got so the communist color. They like sharing the ball. They are communists. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, yeah. Paro Antich. This makes so much more sense. Yes. Lots of guys with names that are not American. Al Horford just looks like a guy who's like, hey, let me share everything real with sneaky. you. Just real sneaky. Real sneaky. Tabo Cephalosha, not a guy who is from the United States of America. Kyle Corver's hiding something under those bangs. Yeah, exactly. Do you think he's a he's American? No, he's a spy. He's trying to infiltrate the NBA. Can President Brad Stevens one catch and shoot at a time? Yes. Can President Brad Stevens take down that team? Nope. Hawks and five. Yep. Hawks and five. Hawks and five. Hawks and five. You have Hawks and five. Interesting. Uh, I actually do think President Brad Stevens disagree. I'm going to go with Boston in seven. I don't think that Boston has enough offensive talent to get through the amazing defensive. The Atlanta Hawks. I, I mean, I mean I, the, the reason why I picked Boston in seven is because of Brad Stevens. Um, mm-hmm. I think that he is going to do things that offensively, defensively, out of timeouts, he's going to steal baskets when he needs to yeah. um, with just really understanding the flow and pace of the game. That's uh, why I'm picking him in seven. Watching the game last night, I mean, the Celtics had great heart. They came down, they were down 17. Right. They came back and they, they took a three point lead, and that's when Avery Bradley went out. And uh, right. they're not expecting him to come back, which is a bummer which because it's a real bummer. Because yeah, we made these predictions before everything Avery started. Bradley looked real good. We, we've, I mean, we already talked him up twice. Yeah. And, and so we, we really like Avery Bradley. Uh, I think him going down, that's their demise. Yeah, and that'll so hurt. That Hawks in five might be in my favor just because yeah. of that. Yeah. Gyro, what do we got? I'm with Dan, but uh, one game faster in six. Ooh. Celtics in six. So we'll see what happens. We'll keep scores as uh, the playoff uh, rounds progress, and we'll see what happens. Um, those are the main points that we wanted to hit for today. Uh, we can't get uh, this show without going to one of our favorite segments 
that Dan is over uh, overjoyed in doing every week. That's uh, right. D- Dan, over to you. We, uh, we're, we've been keeping up with stats all season mm-hmm. and kind of keeping up with the top players, the top things that happen throughout the year. Now it's time to keep up with one of our favorite people. It's time for Keeping Up with Chris Stapps. The New York Knicks season is over. And that was Keeping Up with Chris Stapps. Dan, I have you, Chuck. That's ridiculous. Um, Chris Stapps Porzingis had a pool party with Jose Calderon, and it was awesome. I believe it. (laughs) Would I have wanted to have been invited to that pool party? Yeah, it was just the three of us, totally. So much fresh ham. I know. Jose Calderon is a ham farmer, in case you didn't know that. I didn't, and now I do. real thing. Gosh, that probably would have been the most beautiful Honey display of ham, ham and pool party that sounds great how did you i'm disappointed that there was not in the keeping up with chris Stapps. is this just an homage to the season being over pretty much okay. yeah right. i knew we were gonna go along today I, I knew we had a lot of things to get to just All right. to kind of keep it up and keep it down well we are going pretty long but we might as well uh finish this up while we can um we're gonna go to our end of the show games uh first off we like to hit it up with trivia gyro has our trivia question yes. uh it's 10 to 9 so far in our season standings, uh, Dan has the lead by one. Um, Jero, what do we got? We got uh, two points up for, for grabs today. Two points. Here we go. Here we, we go. About Here we go. Here we go. The NBA championship. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to scroll there. down to the very end of this page. I'm so going to do mine okay. in notes on my iPad. Oh, no. It keeps no moving every time we do stuff. We don't know how to use Google Drive. This is great. Yes. Anyways, I'm going to write it down over here. Go. Hit it me. There are two... Cities tied for the most amount of seasons without an NBA championship. Oh boy! Like cities themselves. Okay. Name one of them and the amount of seasons. One point for each. Okay, so it's the the city who have had an NBA team for the most seasons without winning a championship. Correct. Okay. All right. I hate this. There are two at the top, so you get one. You either team get a point. They're tied at the top. Tied at the top. Okay, so, so either team gets it, and and the extra point is the, the amount of seasons. Yes. Um, farts. Um. Well, there have been a lot of teams that have won championships. Y- yes, those are not on this list. Thank you. Um, so I don't that. know who's gone around. No, probably not over there. No, I hate this game. This is the worst. Um, screw it. Oh yeah, I have mine, but I don't like it. Um, just, just so I am fully understanding, this question has to do with a city that has an NBA team. Yes, but it's been the longest since they've won a title. No, that have never the most seasons without the a most season with, without okay. never okay. won a championship. Okay, so gotcha, the gotcha. team was created and yes. has not won a championship I since see. the team has started in that. Season. I see. I am. I ha- my my numbers didn't. Right, my team didn't. Right, teams don't change. I was supposed to make sure I understood okay. the question correctly. Dan, you give us the first one. All right, I went with the Minnesota Timber. Minnesota, Just Minnesota, Minneapolis. Yeah. Um, twenty eight seasons. My first one was Cleveland, and I uh, went. I went with 48, but I know that's not right. I just threw numbers out there. I'm the dumbest person alive. God damn. You got second place spot on the nose. Wow. 48? Yes. Cleveland, 48, but that's second. Oh, man. At first place. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I at least try to get the first place? Sure. 
So oh, wait, this isn't the, oh, these don't count for actual no, points. No, 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 now no, we're I, just no. Now we're just So so my first one was Cleveland, obviously. So I don't have the number right, but I'm a my my second pick was New Orleans. Just no, because not. they had the Jazz, and they moved to Utah, and then there's a new team back, so right, I just yeah. threw something out there. I was thinking that, but it, just with all the teams moving, I just wasn't sure how that was going to work not, with our rules. Not correct. So who? Um, Sacramento? No. Farts. So who was yeah. who's number one? Number one, there's a tie. Portland. Phoenix. No, Portland's uh, one. Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh, farts. And I should have known that Atlanta, one. Atlanta, Georgia. Ooh. Oh. Both of huh. them 49 seasons. Wow. Man, I can't believe we had Cleveland in 48. I can't believe. Do we get like half a point for that? I feel like I should get half a point, right? Can we agree with half a point? Like that was no. spot on. He, he no. got second second place spot on. No. Spot on. No. No, you're just the first loser. That's true. <laughs> we tried. Um, if it hits, I'm a genius. Is where we throw out our best guesses of some outlandish things that we think might happen in the coming week of the NBA. Uh, last week, I thought that Rondo and Westbrook in the same game would both go for triple doubles. Russell Westbrook, not bad. 24-10-5, didn't get the triple double. Rondo did not play. Uh, didn't didn't know that was going to happen. So. Did not get to where you needed to do. Didn't work out. Yeah, speaking of things that didn't work out, Rodney Hood and Emmanuel Moutier. Uh, played each other this past week. I said they were both going to score 25 in that game. Rodney Hood with 13, Moody with 19. Not a genius. Um, the uh, Dover, you picked that the Warriors would lose three of their final four games. They yeah. didn't. Um, they got the record instead. We also had a bet that I got to slap you in the fla- in the face if uh, one of their games was won by 20 points or more against the Grizzlies. Luckily, that was the game that was very close and it didn't work out. So I don't get to slap you in the face very um, very on the lovely. show. Uh, Dan, if it hits, I'm a genius this week. What's going on? So if it hits, I'm a genius. The Rockets are going to beat the Warriors two times. No, I'm joking. That's not actually <laughs> not my actual one. No. Good one. My actual one is that uh, Paul George had 33 in yep. game one of the series. I'm going to say he has a 40-point night game two. Love it. Um, I am going for the Rockets-Warriors series. Uh, I think that in the next two games, Patrick Beverly gets three technicals. I like it. I think that's pretty. That's, uh, th- that's the safest bet I've ever done. Do I get a yes from Dover? I say yes to that. A yes from yes, Dover? that's fine, yeah. Boom. Dover. You already Jaro. heard mine a little yes. bit earlier. But yeah, I just want to explain it a little bit. Yeah, more. dive deep into Go it. Oh, hit it. I, I love so, that you, you just add so many details. Oh, yes. The other, the, we, the one with Blake Griffin is a 6.4 or 6.4 rebound game. We would have given it to you. That was you incredible. just went too many details and you blew it for yourself. So go for it. Go ahead. Ruin it for yourself. R- yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to say Toronto is going to win both their games at home. And then. Okay. And then lose the, the third game to the Pacers, but then win fourth game so they're in control oh gee i like that he's <laughs> elaborately saying which game oh, yes team wins. Oh, yes he is really mm-hmm. so they're in control but they're gonna they're just gonna start sliding back oh boy sliding back until it comes to a game seven mm-hmm. and then that game seven goes to overtime oh boy and they lose it to the pacers in overtime they still oh, don't wow. win a series and they they almost had it but they doesn't doesn't quite come now, to fruition. Now the the Toronto Raptors have won one playoff series. They have. I just yes, they did. Yep. Uh, no, oh, I says all right. Yes, yeah, oh, I'm agreeing. Yes. I, they I thought have. it was a question. No, they have. They have. Uh, they have. They have one one for um one for eight 
all yep. time Boston in playoff Vegas. series. Included Vince Carter in that in that uh, that nice little playoff run. Mm-hmm. Fantastic basketball player. Yes, uh, still in the league somehow. Still, still playing for the Grizzlies He's because old. they have nobody else there. But yeah, um, we, we've <laughs> we've had a lot coming at you. Uh, we appreciate you hanging on for such a long show. Um, we, we of course can't do this alone. We want to hear from you. If you have any questions for us, if you want to play our game with us, the playoff, uh, prediction game, you can go ahead and, and you can send out all of your predictions to us on, on Twitter at hack underscore, uh, underscore chat, or you can email us your stuff at hackachatcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find myself on Twitter at Cleep three gyros on Twitter at JTD perk. Dan is not on Twitter because, nope. of course, Dan's not on Twitter. No. That's how you miss Chris Tapps Porzingis and Jose Calderon having a pool party. You, That's what happens. And you brought it to my attention, so thank you for that. You got it. Shout out to Tim Piscitelli for making the music for our show. You can find him on SoundCloud. Search up Tim Piscitelli. Go get him some, some follows. Give him some listens. Find us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. You can subscribe. You can rate. You can review uh, and get all that stuff going. Uh, please tell your friends. Uh, we're having a great time. Get, we get we are. We're having a great going. time. We didn't even get close was, to getting this in. Harold Miner, we didn't even come close to talking about <sighs> him. I know we had a lot, but... Isn't that the guy with the purple marker? The purple no, crayon? Harold? No. Harold? No, this guy is a dunk machine. No. Okay, okay. Right. Okay, okay. This is what we're going to do. What? Let's, what are we going to do? Harold Miner uh-huh. talk starts the show next week, and then we yeah. seamlessly move to playoff talk. Harold Miner, quick blurb. Unless something talk. amazing happens. If something amazing happens, I can't make any promises here, Dan. I think we but should promise we'll, it. We, t- we promise it every time we start the show. All right. Well, all right. Next week. Next week. All right. Well, until then, travel safe. Be good to one another. Fall out. Fall out.